hi, and welcome back to the You're Going podcast. If you're like me right now, you might be on your way home or just settling in to your house after a few days off. With that holiday in the middle of the week, man, did it throw me off. Please tell me I am not alone. I had no idea what day it was by Wednesday. I couldn't tell if it was a Saturday or Monday because everyone was going back to work, but it felt like the weekend. It's just... It's weird when that happens, but we are in full swing summer, right? We are, the sun is shining. Finally, the weather is, is coming around. We were up in New England all that time and we had a lot of rain, (laughs) a lot of clouds, but the sun is shining up there. It's shining in Florida. I hope you're getting some warm weather. If not, I will send it your way. Let me know so I can direct it towards you. (laughs) Sunshine is coming this month, next month. We're in for it. Buckle up and lather on some sunscreen. Lather on the sunscreen. I prefer for my body, the spray can like, and for the girls, just because it is so much easier than (laughs) rubbing on that lotion. If you have a go-to sunscreen recommendation, please share it because I struggle finding the non-toxic kinds, you know, the sensitive skin, non-toxic organic ones that don't go on like thick paste. Like they, I know they're made that way because of the ingredients, but there's gotta be one that goes on smoother. There's gotta be one. Um, also (laughs) just, do you remember the time I put, I found one, I found the sunscreen that just went on the girls so easy. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is amazing. I think it was, um, hello bello. So I'm rubbing on this sun lotion on them. They're outside swimming in the pool. And I'm like, I got to take a picture of this. I got to get a link because I found it. I found the sunscreen. Guess what? It was not sunscreen. It was just lotion. (laughs) It was plain old sensitive skin lotion. And I thought I was (laughs) rubbing sunscreen on them. Oh my goodness. So if you have a lotion that does have SPF and it goes on smooth it's, you know, scrunchy. We're going to call it a scrunchy sunscreen. Like, I don't need the super crunchy kind. If, if it applies well, like, I will buy it. <laughs> I will buy it as long as it's not, like, full of junk, right? We can do the scrunchy version. The scrunchy version of organic sunscreen, I guess. That's what we'll we'll leave it at. We're going to get into more of the kids' summer routine stuff in a bit. But first, I want to tell you about the show I've been watching since we were, you know, traveling around, staying at different houses, it was kind of cool seeing everyone's <laughs> streaming services, you know, so we were getting access to Netflix again, Hulu, Apple TV, which was new for me because I don't really know anybody with Apple TV, but our friends have it. So I watched some shows on their account, <laughs> actually just one. It's called Platonic and I don't know how many episodes it is, but it stars Seth Rogen and Rose Brain. She's from Bridesmaids. She's like the, not the mean one, but like the antagonist. What is it? What's the word? The, not the evil person, but she's supposed to be like the bad guy in Bridesmaids. She's like the, the bridesmaid of all bridesmaids that, whatever, you know who I'm talking about. Maybe you don't. She's got a British accent in real life or English accent. She's got an accent. The show is so funny. Like, I mean, I love Seth Rogen. It's it's a good show to just like have on while you're folding laundry. Um, just a late night show to watch. It's silly. It's funny. And she's a mom of three kids in this show. And she's, 
you know, trying to work on her friendship with her single guy friend. It, it's just, it's, I like them as actors and actresses. Like, it's a good show. I'm only a few episodes in, and now I don't think I'll be able to finish it because I don't have Apple TV. And I didn't realize Apple had all these shows that are exclusive to Apple, just like how Netflix has their own Netflix originals. So, man, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to... Please don't make me get an Apple subscription now, too. Oh, they already have enough of my money. Okay. In case you missed it, here are the last few episodes of this podcast. If you want to go back and have a listen, we did Glow or No last week, which is our new version of Smash or Pass. We did more of mom trends. Lots of beauty mom trends, but also some health and lifestyle types of questions in there. So that one was fun. We did Birthday Blake episode for her third birthday. That one actually talked a lot about transitions from baby to toddler. So if you missed out on that, go have a listen. Then I did a girl chat one, which was just talking about friends and different fears I've had recently and just to catch up. It was like a little sit down, like tea time, or maybe we were drinking kombucha, (laughs) but it felt like I got to just chat with you. And then there was one in early June about lessons learned on the road traveling with kids. So if you do have a trip coming up, give that one a listen. All right, we're going to move into summer schedules because... (laughs) The last six weeks of our, or the first six weeks, I should say, of our summer vacation were spent on the road. Like we were moving to a different house each week for our little family trip, our big family trip that honestly was so much fun. And I will say that Justin and I are not good planners. We are not the type A family couple. Like we, I wish one of us was. I really do. I wish (laughs) like Justin was like the planner. Like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get up at this time. We're going to do this. We're going to be here. We're going to do that. This is what we're going to eat. This is what we need to pack in our day bag to leave the house. Like we did not, we don't do that. We're very just go with the flow. We have some like rough, like, Hey, you know, I was going to try and get together with uh, Linda and okay. You want to do this? Okay. We'll figure that out. Um, what are the girls going to do? Like we are just very rough in it with with the plans but I honestly like I like that too because it just leaves it open for possibilities you know I'll give you an example it was July 3rd right and it was actually it ended up being a really nice day because it was rainy all that last week right so it's July 3rd and we're like trying to kill time it was a little rainy in the morning so we did bring the girls painting we ended up meeting a friend for ice cream and while we were waiting I'm scrolling on my phone looking at the 4th of July festivities. And I realized that they're all today on July 3rd. There's a concert. There's a festival. The fireworks were July 3rd. I had no idea. We were just planning, you know, for the 4th. And if I, if we had like booked that day to go, I don't know, to a pool or the beach or whatever, we would have missed out. And we ended up having like a really great day with one of our other friends. And she has three girls and it was just so much fun. We had a blast. It was very like spur of the moment, last minute. We're, we're just going to go rough it. <laughs> and the girls had a blast. We had a blast. And yeah, that's what I like about not being type A. Honestly, we, you get to take advantage of stuff like that. Okay. On the other flip side, <laughs> I miss having a routine, even in, like, even like a nice little summer routine. Um, and here's the thing, we, we kind of had one. It just wasn't 
structured. And that's how it is for everybody. Everybody has a routine, whether you think you do or not, you do. And I'm, my friend Jenna talks about this because she does systems, (laughs) systems within businesses, but she's talks about it. She uses laundry as an example. Everyone has a a system for laundry. Let me say that again. (laughs) Everyone has a system for laundry. When I do laundry, part of my system is it doesn't always get moved into the dryer right away. And then after it's dry, it goes into a basket of clean laundry. (laughs) And then it will sit there until I have time to fold it, usually at night. That's part of my system. But I know other people that fold it immediately upon taking it out of the dryer to reduce the wrinkles. And I am... That's cool. That's a cool system, but it just doesn't work for me because I'm not always available to fold a load or two of laundry when the dryer goes off. You know, like, ooh. Anyways, so just like we all have systems for our chores, we all have schedules that we follow, and they might be loose schedules. I found one online. I'm going to read it to you in a little bit called, um, it's a chill, chill mom summer schedule, and that's what we're all about here. If you do have a more, a less chill mom schedule, that's cool too, honestly. Like the type A, no chill mom, like I love her because she gets stuff done. She is productive. She doesn't waste time. And she, she gets the, like, she's able to check off her list at the end of the day. I love that mom. And the last thing I wanted to mention before I really get into this is that I know a lot of moms listening might not see a much of a difference in their summer schedule versus their every other part of the year schedule. I felt this when I had stopped teaching and I was at home with Ayla and Rosie. You know, they were not in preschool yet. (laughs) Ayla was only two. Rosie was a baby. And we spent, you know, all winter, spring doing our routine. And then as soon as this summer hit, we just kept doing our routine. It wasn't, there wasn't a huge shift as I know it is for school age kids when you're doing school drop off and pick up and you're packing lunches at night and you got homework and after school activities. Like it is so different for the mom who is doing that versus the mom who is already home 365 days of the year trying to entertain their kids. Like I, I remember thinking and tell me if you can resonate with this, DM me, DM me on your glowing podcast on Instagram. Go follow that if you are not right now. I remember thinking, I would see these moms on Instagram being like, oh, I'm so, I can't do this anymore. Netflix is your parent now. Like these like memes of like, it's so exhausting entertaining my kids all summer. And I'd be like, what? This is, that's what I do all year. And you're just complaining about the summer. Like it must be nice. It must be nice to drop your kids off at school and get a break five days a week. Like, oh my gosh. Um, I just felt like welcome to my life. I had that, like, are you kidding? Like what? But listen to this part though. I didn't comment any of that because (laughs) it's important to acknowledge all of the hard parts of motherhood. And that is hard, especially as your kids get older and you know, they don't need you as much, but they have a lot of needs still. And they are looking for a source of entertainment and you don't want them watching TV all day. Like I get it. I do get it. It's different, but it's also, it's hard to just not say anything, (laughs) but I didn't. I'm saying it now though. Um, And now my girls are technically school age. I mean, Ayla's going into first grade. Rosie's starting pre-K. Ah, it's crazy. Um, And Blake's still like on the little end. I'm just going to leave it at moms. 
got to stick together. We have to stick together and just acknowledge that there are hard parts of every stage of parenting. There are hard parts of every age and however many kids you have. Like if I were to be like, oh, you can't complain. You only have one kid. Like, no, that doesn't, it's still hard. Like It's still hard. And just gaslighting someone or being like, no, you're wrong. You, it could be harder. Like just, just you wait. Like those sorts of things, we are not doing that. Okay. But I just wanted to take this little brief period to acknowledge the moms who are full on momming the 365. Okay. You're doing, you are the real MVPs and your work does not go unnoticed. Like I think about you every single day, honestly. And I'd be curious to know if you do currently have a summer schedule, please share it. If you wrote it out, like typed it or put it on like a dry erase board, take a picture of that and send it to me because I find schedules so fascinating. I am super curious what you are doing at 1030 in the morning on a Tuesday. And if this is like a regular thing and then like, do you have lunch? Do you clean up immediately after lunch or do you just like let it sit? Cause you got to do nap time right after. Like I am curious because what works for you, I could try. Like I would love to try that on for my kids in my household. All right. While we were on our little trip, we'll call it instead of a vacation, it's a trip. We were living life in Massachusetts and it was so much fun. Here's what our days looked like, roughly. Mind you, I barely looked at my phone when I was trying to check the time. I really went on what time it was based off our hunger cues. Like, oh, we should probably have lunch now. <laughs> what time is it? Oh my gosh, it's two? Blake hasn't napped yet? Okay, so this is what it looked like. I did not set an alarm at all, ever. Wait, did I? I might have for the week the girls went to vacation Bible school. But that was it. Just because we had to be out of the house by like 8.15, which was like, oh, we got to be out by 8.15 <laughs> in the summertime. That's hard, right? Or maybe just all the time it's hard. But the girls had been sleeping till almost then. So um, other than that, I did not set an alarm. I was not trying to wake up before the girls. I joined those slow mornings, like really enjoying them. And just like no place to be, no time to like get to an appointment or like, it's just been, it was so nice. So nice. So I would wake up to usually Blake waking me up. I'd try to snuggle her. She'd go back to sleep a little bit or we'd go out and put on the TV. This is one thing I, um, I want to work on. I really do. So please don't shame me for screen time. (laughs) First thing in the morning. I, I, I guilt myself enough about that. Like I, just haven't quite figured out quiet morning time with the girls, especially when we're not in our house. Maybe we'll establish a new routine here, but I would turn on the TV, get her a drink and maybe even breakfast while I made my tea. The other ones would get up and we would, as a family, just like quiet morning time, like chill. Justin would drink a coffee. I'd probably have a second tea. I'm ice rolling my I'm looking on Instagram, seeing what workouts going on today, what everyone's doing. I'm doing the motion of an ice roller on my face right now because I just love it. I love my morning ice roller. So I guess we did like have those little bits of routine, right? Those little things. What time it was at we were doing this? I don't know. Sometimes it was 6.45. Sometimes it was 9. No lie. Like the girls would sleep till 9 a couple of days because we were going to bed really. And then we would have, you know, our late breakfast 
and get ready period, which took so long to get out of the house. When you don't have to leave, like it just takes so much longer because what's the rush, right? So we would slowly eat and get dressed. Then Justin and I would try to clean up, getting the girls in the car. And by now it's honestly Blake's nap time (laughs) that we're leaving the house, which kind of worked out because she would just snooze in the car. Hashtag third child problems. Like you got to nap in a vehicle. We are always on the go (laughs) with the other two, but we would try to get out. We did activities like we would meet up with friends. We would go out for ice cream or out to lunch or I think of what other like outdoor thing we would just meet up with a lot of friends honestly because we don't get to see them and we didn't we don't have to do like special activities we would just go to a playground because with those special activities like you're talking now spending money <laughs> and that adds up real quick like you know anytime you leave the house with the kids and you're trying to go do something why look whoa this is adding up quick especially if you're away for six weeks like we were so we would just get out for a little bit dinner sometimes it would yeah sometimes it would lead into dinner time we would still be out of the house um and then we would get back at like seven maybe eight maybe nine depending on the night and give the girls a quick bath let them watch another tv show and then go to bed that was our schedule and it it felt like a lot because we rarely stayed home all day I, i don't think there was a day that we stayed home all day there wasn't I can I tell you that right now even the one day that it just poured we did go to church and have lunch and then came home and did like movie day all day (laughs) and I didn't like it because we felt I felt so cooped up in the house with the girls and like they didn't even want to watch movies and they were fighting it was rough okay so let's talk about schedules just to give you an idea of an like a sample a taste something to try on I mean, there's so many ways to do it too. So feel free to take anything from this that you're like, oh, oh, that sounds cool. Or, or just leave it and be like, yeah, no, thanks. We are just gonna chill (laughs) or we already have a schedule and it works. Okay. So I saw, I looked at a bunch online because I, like I said, I'm genuinely curious. Like I love the idea of schedules. One of my aunts used to have one with her sons my cousins and she followed it religiously like it was in 30 minute increments I'm almost positive and they loved it like they thrived with the schedule like they knew what time it was and then it makes it easier hear me out and I I can't say that I've done this personally but it, it makes sense like think about in schools and and then using this sort of schedule at home if your child asks to watch a movie you can just say oh movie time is at four when we're making dinner right now it's reading time but we can do it later that puts not the blame but like it shows your child that it's not your decision it's the schedule like we're following a schedule like this is the rule maker (laughs) don't be mad at me you mad at the schedule kind of thing but think about that's how it works in school too right like if I used to see when I was teaching if the kids were having a snack when they weren't supposed to be like hey you know what we got snack coming up 9.15. You got to hold off another 35 minutes. Please put that away. Like, because it's, it's kind of silly if you think about it. Like, you're allowed to eat at this time, but you couldn't eat 30 minutes earlier. <laughs> but I'm not the bad guy. It's the schedule. We got to follow the schedule, right? So maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll help your kids um, stick with, with a little bit of structure. So here's an example one. This is broken down hourly, which I think even that is a lot to follow because... What if one day everybody sleeps in? 
or wakes up an extra hour early and then you gotta move the schedule. Oh, so I'm just gonna summarize it a little. I'm gonna kind of group things together in the way I think it would make the most sense. So let's go 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. is wake up, eat breakfast, and it says morning devotion. So that could be prayer time, reading time, giving two hours for that, wake up and eat breakfast. And that I feel like my kids could do that in 20 minutes. <laughs> that does not last as long in my house. But I like the idea of just starting off slow with breakfast and a book. So I would add into that, get ready, like brush teeth, get dressed, maybe even put your shoes on if we are going to go leave the house that day. So here we go again, seven to nine, wake up, eat breakfast, morning devotions and get dressed. Maybe even like add clean, do a little cleanup, little cleanup. Then nine to 11 could be a play date, outdoor play, or even independent play inside. I have to put my spin on this because I am trying to picture this in a practical way. Like if it's raining, you're definitely going to be inside, obviously. But this is also the time that I find is best if I'm going to leave the house. I like to do it before nap time so that we can get home for lunch and nap. You might have to pack a little snack because th they're going to be hungry. Let's just be honest. <laughs> You're going to need to pack a snack for that if you leave or factor in snack time somewhere based off of their hunger cues. All right. Then we have from that 11 to one time is lunch, which kind of goes right into nap time for us. So Nap time is like that one to three. I try to get my big girls who no longer nap to have a little quiet time and it's usually screen time. It's screen time, but I want to move it to reading time. So I see that a lot on here is like the afternoon or after lunchtime, reading time. So between like 12 and two, we are factoring in some sort of reading or even like a workbook. I need Ayla back on the workbooks because she's getting a little, little rusty with her handwriting. <laughs> All right. And then we have three o'clock is independent play and an afternoon snack. And then moving into four o'clock screen time. Well, that's perfect for you to start making dinner. Five is dinner time. Six is family time and maybe doing another a little bit of reading or something with the family all together. And then seven, get ready for bed. Eight o'clock lights out. I love this schedule. I wish I could stick to it. I, I aspire. I aspire to <laughs> have this schedule for my family. Um, I want to give you the chill mom summer too, or summer schedule that is very, it's more open. Okay. And, and then we're going to get into some daily themes on how to or to how to like fill that time in a in an intentional way without your kids being bored and being able to introduce new activities without the chaos of new activities or you know without like all the 72 steps on the Pinterest craft thing right I, I want I want ease for us like I want summer to still be fun and relaxing but I want my kids to do activities. So how can we get the best of both worlds? We're going to get to that. But first, the chill mom routine. Okay, we've got wake up, whatever time you wake up, because you don't know when that's going to be, until 9 a.m. morning routine. So we're brushing our teeth, washing our face, getting dressed, eating breakfast, getting dressed, making the bed, maybe do getting a little 
20 minute, 15 minute workout in there. That's like me right there. Yes. The kids, what are they doing? They, who knows? <laughs> they are. I'm making them breakfast too. I'm cleaning up after them and they are just playing, watching TV. Okay. Nine to 11. It says a little morning air, water plants, cleaning the room. Yes. We like that. But what are the kids doing again? I don't know. This is like the mom's schedule, not the kid's schedule. So let's say they're having independent play. They're outside. They're splashing at the water table. Yes. Okay. Then 11 to 12, she has on here creative time. I'll tell you who this girl is. Her name is, her name. How do we say that? Kanita? Nope. Kanisha. Joseph? She's cute. She's got a little a blog here called KanishaJoseph.com. I will link it below. Okay. So her creative time slash 30 minutes reading. I love this because I could break out the crayons, markers, probably not markers, crayons to color pencils for the girls, even chalk and let them just draw and color. And then also just put some books out and be like, hey, guys, let's gonna, we're going to read. Then lunch, which again, 12 to two transitions into nap time. If you're like us, if you're not doing nap, maybe the kids go outside for a while. Two to four, it says chores and rest time. I like the chores. I I need to get my girls more involved in that, but okay. So she gives two hours. to just like doing pickup and maybe emptying the dishwasher, maybe folding that load of laundry because the dryer just went off and and you've designated this time to to chores (laughs) slash rest. And then we've got four to five is your educational work and or electronics. So maybe that's when you're breaking out the iPad, maybe some numbers and letter books. And then five to six is dinner. Six to nine is family time and bedtime routine. So that is more open. I love that she talks more about like what the mom is doing versus what the kids are doing. I kind of had to add in the kids because I literally cannot picture like me having creative time. Like what? <laughs> what am I doing? Painting? <laughs> um, I, and like where are the girls? So yeah, for me, maybe that would be my work time, right? Is that 11 to 12 block that last bit of the morning time. Um, yeah. Okay. So that is another example of a schedule. Now I did see a lot of themes. It's like, here's the summer schedule and they were all similar. They they were different people's schedules, but they all had a very similar flow. For example, Monday, they called make it Monday or craft Monday. So every Monday you do a new craft with the kids. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's a different kind of chalk paint that you got for outside. Uh, maybe you're building a little birdhouse, decorating a birdhouse, coloring, sewing. And I'm not talking about like <laughs> needle and thread. Like you can get these little, um, not even sewing kits. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, but like beads, you could, if your kids are old enough, I know beads are like controversial or not controversial. They're dangerous, Kim. Okay. Dangerous. Whew. Uh, but you could do like sewing with the pasta. Have you seen like the, is it rotini? It's the ones that are like tube shaped pasta and you string the yarn through it. They could, or even like fruit loops, Cheerios, stringing the yarn through the cereal. Okay. Craft time on Mondays. So during your either creative time in the morning or your activity time, especially on a rainy day, this would be great too. But on Mondays specifically doing a craft that gives the kids something to look forward to. It gives you something to look forward to. You can get real creative with it. 
It doesn't take a ton of planning. Like, I mean, if you have a box of cereal like that in the fridge, or, <laughs> oh my God, mom brain. If you have a box of cereal in the pantry, <laughs> holy cow. Um, and then any sort of string yarn, something for them to thread through. If not, just go and place an Instacart or Amazon order right now so you have it for next Monday. But that could be your, your activity for the day. Okay, Tuesday is either Learning Tuesday, Thinking Tuesday, but you do some sort of educational project with them. So it could be a little mini science experiment. And I'll get, like you can be, for little kids, like, it's it's really simple. It could be something as simple as, you know, um, taking baking soda. I've seen this in little, in a uh, cupcake tin. You take a muffin tin and you put sprinkle a little baking soda in each one. And then you give them a little dropper of vinegar and let them drop it in. And it just does all the bubbly fizziness. And that's technically science. You don't have to get into the chemistry of it. But you can explain to them like, oh, when this powder mixes with this liquid, it foams. I mean... <laughs> You can add as much educational components as you want. You could just do the alphabet there on this, um, you know, learning day. You could do something just focused on numbers or letters. Very easy. Like, or workbooks. You can be like, we're going to take out our special Tuesday workbooks, guys. This one takes a little bit of prep work, but you can take an ice cube tray and put little toys in there and add water and let it freeze overnight so then the next day so today's monday you could do this for your learning tuesday tomorrow put it in the freezer and in the morning let them take like a little a little tiny hammer and hammer off the ice doesn't even have to be a hammer it could be like a popsicle stick or you could bring them outside and be like let's we're gonna see which one melts first we're gonna put them all in different parts of the driveway which one gets the most sun because we're gonna want to watch them melt i don't know if they'll have the attention span to watch them sit and melt but there's so much you can do with ice and these are little projects that you can find on pinterest too there's so many okay wednesday is water wednesday water wednesday and i'll never forget what my friend val said just add water i think blake was crying and she's like just add water and she just brought blake over to the sink turned it on and like immediately stopped crying and starts playing with the water like and it's so true think about your kids when they get into the bath and they're just instantly like Yes, I get to splash around. I get to like touch water. Like they freak out about it. So we love Water Wednesdays. So that could be if you have a pool, you're spending a time out there. Maybe it's the sprinklers. Maybe you're going to a pool that day. At home, you can do water balloons, squirt guns, a splash pad. Um, I got this one on Amazon. It's great. You just plug it into the hose. The edge of it fills with water. And it's like the perfect amount for like uh, like a six months to even like to a two-year-old like Blake played in that thing for her entire first two years um it's great if they're crawling like they're gonna love it the water spraying out of it but they're also like get like a little tiny puddle of water in in the center to just sit in you could go to a lake visit a pond the beach I, I love a water table or and if you don't have one you could get Tupperware you're going to have to keep refilling it. I will say that this is kind of a pain. But if you got the hose out, maybe a bucket fills. Fill something large with water. A lot, not a laundry basket, but one of those tubs, a storage bin. Fill it with water. Give them measuring cups, um, Tupperware, even some of their toys to just play in and splash in. We love Water Wednesdays. And you could also get creative with this on Pinterest. All of the fun little um, water activities, water 
hacks like okay here's another one this is something i saw on pinterest you get sponges like what are they four for a dollar maybe i'm totally wrong <laughs> you can get they're they're inexpensive right like dish sponges and you cut them up into strips and the kids can play with them they can mush them up in their hands you can get them wet you can squeeze the water out that could be a water wednesday activity we love that okay thursday is take a trip so this is the day you can plan your whole week around. And I love that it's on Thursday, not a Friday, because you know, I feel like a lot of people take Fridays off. But Thursday is a great day to get out of the house. Maybe you're going to the library. Maybe you're going bowling. Uh, maybe you're just going to the playground because it's free, right? The park. Maybe you're taking the kids on their scooters, you're taking the stroller out, and you're going somewhere. A museum. A lot of museums have free stuff for kids. Um, maybe you're doing the zoo. You go on a little scavenger hunt or you or play date with friends, but plan something for Thursday. I also like this because it gives you a couple days to figure out what the activity for Thursday is going to be. Because for me, sometimes, like I said, I like to leave my schedule open because something will pop up or I'll be scrolling on Instagram and I'll say like, oh, they're having a food truck festival. We're going to go to that. Okay. And then Friday, we have fun day Friday, which could be family picnic, movie day at home setting up a lemonade stand, camp in the backyard, or maybe like do daytime camping. That sounds more fun to me. Like setting up a tent in the middle of the day, the kids can pretend they're camping. Oh, they would love that. Story time, a tea party. Also, you could do something in the kitchen, something new like making recipes, muffins, um, trying like a new lunch recipe or dinner recipe with the kids. Um, making your own ice cream, going out for ice cream, those sorts of things. Like a little fun treat that they have to look forward to. Also, this schedule includes Saturday. It says use this day to do, well, this one says super Saturday. Use this day to do something as a family. Amusement parks, drive-ins, lake day, local attractions. But you might have busy, busier weekends than you do on the weekdays, depending on <laughs> it's the sports schedule. There's barbecues, so many birthdays and parties this time of the year. So Maybe leave Saturdays open. They have that on Sunday. Sunday is spontaneous Sunday. Oh, and then it said kids decide what to do. <laughs> uh, I would I would give them a whole day. I'd be like, okay, hey guys, we have this is your next hour coming up. What would you like to do from, you know, three to four? You get to pick for one hour. Okay, so those are just a few different schedules and options. What I am thinking after looking at these, I love the chill mom idea of having that morning routine, breakfast, get ready. Um, I still want to like really get the girls some books out. Like our books are put away. I think having them out would be more, <laughs> more helpful because <laughs> they are not reaching in that drawer for a book. Usually they are, they're reaching for the toys. They're reaching for the remote. And I feel like I can, I can change that. I caused it and I can change it. <laughs> And then outdoor time from 9 to 11 in Florida. It is very hot in the afternoon, late afternoon. So mornings are definitely our friend and we want to get outside early. I want them to swim every day. It's a great way for them to get energy out and just practice their swimming skills. I will throw in here, it's Drowning Prevention Week starting next week. Drowning Prevention Week and the Thrive Institute where I got my CPR certification from, they always run... A special promotion for this so I will put a link for that below now drowning is very scary I don't know about you but when I am at anywhere with a pool or body of water we we had an incident once Rosie fell into a pool and it was at a 
barbecue with a lot of people, all mostly adults. And I was inside with Blake. She was a baby. And when you're with those big groups, you kind of let your guard down a little bit because you're thinking there's so many eyes on my kids. But in reality, they're not looking at your kids. Even if they say they're like, oh, yeah, I got the kids. It's so hard to to know that they actually do because someone could ask them a question or like, hey, let me get you a drink or let me do this. It's so easy when you're not the parent to lose track of a child. Anyway, she fell in. She was totally fine. My mom scooped her up. Thank God. But if you do not have the tools to help your child in an emergency situation, I urge you to take this course because 911 responders, they take on average 10 minutes to get to you, which is so like so much time in an emergency situation. So get this. It's great to have for yourself, for your own kids and for your friends and family around you. I would actually urge them to take the course as well. Babysitters included. All right, moving on. So we got the girls outside swimming every day, obviously supervised by me. And then I love that creative time. Maybe that'll be like while I'm making lunch. Um, And then a little reading downtime for Blakey. And then we can have some screen time, dinner, and family in bed. Again, this is summertime and it's meant to be open. It's meant to be not scheduled, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Like it's, it's so special. I have really enjoyed not rushing out of the house in the morning. I have really enjoyed not having to commute the girls to school, pick up and drop off. And honestly, Justin and I are seriously considering homeschool because of how relaxed it has been and how nice it is not having to rush out of the house. With that being said, <laughs> I'll, I will give a school update when when we figure it out I'm not gonna lie we we are still a little we have options for the school year and if you listen back back in April May when I we we had a little issue come up um we have options now for school but we we haven't made a final decision so we're we're running out of time school in Florida starts the second week of August I I should probably know the date I think it's let's see the 8th August 8th that's less than a month away. Is that like three weeks? Hold on a minute. Where am I? One, two, three. It's four weeks. It's a month. But it goes so fast and there's so much to do between now and then. And I just want to soak it all in. And we've got this, like I said, big decision to make about school. Homeschooling is a huge commitment. And the homeschooling moms listening to this right now are probably like, oh my gosh, the schedule. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know, because I have friends who homeschool, and some of them are like strict schedule, and some of them are like, eh, it's sunny out, so we're going to just do homeschool after dinner tonight. I'm like, wow, okay. That's so cool. I think that's really great. (laughs) Something to consider. All right. I hope you're enjoying your summer. Thank you for listening and chatting with me about schedules and kids and playtime and activities. This does not come supernaturally to me. This is honestly a part of motherhood that I thought would be so easy is like doing the fun stuff with kids. But it gets hard when there's chores to do and, you know, work to do and bills to pay and errands to run. Like it's it's hard to like just sit down and like be creative, but it's fun. It really is when we do take the time and when I do break out the craft supplies, I have a blast with the girls and they love it. All right. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Keep glowing.
and have a great summer.